Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category, Category Is. Hey, Maurice. Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm exhausted. Ugh, you sound exhausted. Yeah. I feel like I'm coming down with a cold. Really? I sound a little nasally. I want to apologize yeah, in advance. Yeah. <clears throat> I rarely get sick, though. I can't tell you the last time I was sick. Um, so it was a few months ago, I think. No, it wasn't. I feel like it was. It was probably like a scratchy throat thing, oh, but like okay. full out like sick, sick, mm-hmm. no. Oh, okay. So how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was very eventful on Friday. It was a really bad windstorm. All I know oh. is that the wind was blowing mm-hmm. and it knocked a damn tree branch yeah, onto my windshield. Friday night. Yeah. Shattered oh. everywhere. Ugh. Just like the worst luck ever. Yeah. But whatever, had to get that repaired. You got insurance. Yeah, um, and then on Saturday night, my mm-hmm. friend Chad, who was on the show last week, yes, he was, uh, had his birthday party mm-hmm. uh, at his house, and then he um, had like a poetry reading. Uh-huh. So he yeah. kind of like featured his book, the and book. like it coincided with his birthday, and yeah. I put his age out there. But it was a milestone. <laughs> it was a milestone. <laughs> and um, then we kind of went out to like all these hood bars afterwards. Ooh, no thanks. It was fun actually. Uh-huh. We had a good time. It's like you know, shot. nobody got shot. We oh, had really strong stats. drinks. It was like very Cheers, the black edition. Oh, a neighborhood bar. <laughs> I mean, we had a good time, though. It was fun. Okay. And then um, early on Sunday, I got mm-hmm. up and drove to New York to go to the engagement party of my really good friend, Dominique. And when we got there, the room was beautifully decorated. Mm-hmm. She like bought out this restaurant. Oh. She was looking fierce. Hair was laid. Face was beat, mm-hmm. as always, looking amazing. Yeah, she's fly. And, um, you know, just really nice touches. I'm like, this is really elaborate for a engagement party. Mm-hmm. And then we found out that it would be the wedding day. So it was a surprise Ooh. wedding. Uh, we'll talk about that more later in the show because <laughs> I was gagged. I was mm-hmm. beside myself. I was upset. Like, I needed to gather. Yeah. But um, it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful because her and her husband have been together a long time, and they have a beautiful love story. It was just so beautiful to Full share and to be, in, you know, a part of their love story and mm-hmm. witness it. And I was just bawling and crying, and I was in the emotional wreck. Um, Mercury's also in retrograde, oh, so God. shit was just crazy Again. for me. Uh, so it was nice. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. So thank you, Dom, for um, blessing us with your beautiful nuptials. <laughs> Good. How was your weekend? It was busy. So on... Friday, we had our big move into the new house. And, you know, moving is stressful. It's frustrating because there's just so many, like, moving parts going on. Right. And you just, you know, have to manage everything in a certain way. Yeah. I'm, I like moving. And you do? I don't know. I, I understand that it's stressful well, and people hate it. Yeah. Well, but I have it, like, down to a science. Mm-hmm. And I do too. But my boyfriend. <laughs> Bless his heart. He <laughs> did not. So he, um, I don't know, I guess he, his expectation of it was that they come and do everything for you. Or like pack up too. Yeah. I mean, they can they for an can additional fee. for, yeah, an upcharge. But um, so like I had been telling him, okay, like we need to start purging. We need to start, you know, things that we know we're not going to take. Mm-hmm. We need to like just, you know, throw away, donate, shred, you know, just get rid of stuff because we shouldn't be taking like junk. the old junk to yeah. the new place. Yeah. He was like, no, because he was a little superstitious. He was like, he didn't want to like start packing until after we closed. I get that. Which, you know, okay, he Valid. didn't want to jinx it. I, I, I see that. And then I was like, okay, well, we should start purging first. And he's like, well, that's still kind of the same thing. We scheduled the, um, the movers for like Friday, mm-hmm. which was the first of the month. So, you know, everybody is, like, casting their checks and <laughs> moving on the first of the month. And so, like, my preferred movers were already booked up. Ooh, preferred. Excuse me. Yeah. You know Mambo movers? Yeah. They're they are good. so good. And they're, they're reasonable, too. Yeah. Reasonably priced. They are so good. Like, efficient. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we ended up having to not get, you know, the ones I wanted. Because everyone was just booked up last minute. Right. And I'll get into more of that story a little bit later, too. But um, everything's in in the new place. We just have to, like, live out of boxes for, like, a, a little while. We'll get everything, sure. like, together. And I met my <laughs> one of our neighbors. Uh-huh. And I'm not one to stereotype, but... And I'm not going to say her name, but... She 
is like the epitome of a stereotype. What kind, which stereotype? So I'm just gonna give you like some visuals. Mm-hmm. Ugg boots. Okay. Like that fuzzy faux fur, like vest. Okay. And a case of white claw. Okay. The hard seltzer. Does she have a coach back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do people still wear coach? Probably. I oh, mean, wow. she does. She got it. But that's the epitome of like my neighbor. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, had a bunch of her sorority girls over. Oh, god! And they were like up on the roof deck and they were drinking their white claws. Listening to Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see that meme? It was like, no one has as much self-confidence as a white girl. A listening. mediocre white girl listening <laughs> yeah. to Lizzo. Yeah, yes. that was like a girl's Halloween costume. Yes. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Yes. And it was like 40 degrees and they were up there like chilling, like Honey, partying hard. Yeah, she's going to get her life with that rooftop. Yeah. And, but other than that, it was it was okay. Like our weekend was just um, the move on Friday. Um, we're sleeping in the guest bedroom <laughs> right Aww. now, so I was having a closet installed, like a custom closet, and they couldn't come until today. Aww. So we didn't want to put like clothes in the master bedroom until right. we got all that situated. So yeah, so they installed it this morning. Um, everything is good, and we're probably I would say we're like seventy five percent there. Good. Yeah, it takes time. It's a process. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of like settle in mm-hmm. and. Do it as you go. She'd yeah, feel right. Yeah. I mean, it was a little stressful in the beginning, but, like, I had to, like, pull him aside because he was just getting, like, so upset. And I was like, <laughs> okay, what's within our control right. today? You know, what can we have control over right now? So if, if it's outside of that, then breathe. don't get upset about it. It's hard, about though. It. I get it, though, because, like, your home is a sacred space. And, mm-hmm. like... If your home is not in order, you could feel like your life is not in order or like you're like you've lost control. Um, but it's also you have to like understand like it's a transitional period. Right. Like it's a it's going to take a second. Well, I mean, things are going to get delayed. Like shipments aren't going to come in on time or, you know, how they always give you that window where they're like, we'll be here between 12 and 4. And they don't come <laughs> to like 8. Yeah. We'll be here between um, 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's the whole fucking day. Right. And so, but, you know, our relationship is still intact. Good. You know, we had a few, like, arguments, disagreements. I mean, that's bound to happen during the thing. Because, like, tensions are high. It's an emotional, it's a high emotional um, thing. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, it was fine. Uh, Saturday was just, like, cleaning. And uh, I had a a big presentation coming up at work. So I had to, like, pause Mm -hmm. all the move stuff and work on that so gosh i am exhausted (laughs) i can hear it in your voice yeah you sound more tired than you normally sound (laughs) (laughs) i'm just mellow okay oh whatever all right child let's get into what you're drinking this week so tonight i think we have a winner yes this is really really good i'm actually gonna pour myself more because this this is delicioso yeah this is a moment so we are drinking an apple cider margarita which it's actually really good. It's very autumnal <laughs> with the apple, yeah, yes. with the apple cider. So you just take apple cider, tequila, a little triple sec, and some lemon juice, and then garnish it with um, cinnamon. Yeah, like a sprinkle of cinnamon. This it's, is so tasty. It's really good. But you know, I love my tequila. Mm-hmm. Me too. Shout out to my girl, Natalie. We love our margaritas. Yes. And it's been a while since we had a margarita. We always feature a margarita. Yeah, I love margaritas. Aww. The tequila gets me a little feisty. Yeah. angry. All right, child. Let's hop into our categories for the week. Category is Halloween recap. Yes. Yeah. So did, you didn't dress up for Halloween, right? Um, I did, but... Uh, it was oh, such that's a right. That's right. Yeah, it was yeah, such yeah. a shit show that uh-huh. my costume literally was seen for all of 20 seconds. What? So I'm going to recycle it and wear it next year. <laughs> so, you know, the, the pictures are not out. Yeah, Nothing don't is post. published because I'm going to recycle. <laughs> okay. I think I've aged out of Halloween. Because I feel like, really? I think Halloween is for like, especially gay Halloween, is for like those 22-year-old twinks. And then like 
a middle-aged white man. I also feel like I'm aging out because mm-hmm. last year was the first time I didn't do Halloween. Oh, okay. And then this year, mm-hmm. I didn't do Halloween yeah. despite my well, intentions. Well, tried to. Um, so I'm just like, yeah, maybe it's just time to like, yeah. that ship has sailed. Yeah. Or it's like those guys who are like living out their trans fantasies for the night. Right. You know, their drag fantasies. Oh my gosh. Do you know that guy I have a crush on on Instagram? Which one? You have so many. <laughs> oh, my Instaboos. <laughs> it's like thousands mm-hmm. um johnny civilli mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was ramona from hustlers he looks kind of good oh, though I didn't see it. who was your winner for halloween oh my gosh who did i like i don't know i was honestly kind of just generally disappointed yeah pretty much um can we start there <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> um one person who's notorious for halloween is heidi klum well because she's a big halloween party Not every anymore. year uh-huh. and she does these elaborate costumes mm-hmm. um one of my favorite costumes from her is still Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. It was a lot of prosthetics. It though. was a lot of prosthetics, but it was like straight out of the movie. The cartoon, like the, yeah. the cartoon came uh-huh. alive. Yeah. Like she looked like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she does like stuff like the old lady or yeah, whatever she like was that. this year, but um, I did not like her. Yeah. I don't know what like cyborg kind of alien autopsy that was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she failed. Did you see that lady who dressed her kid up as the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yes. See, she went too far. Why? Because it was cute. It was cool. no, it was not. Because there's always supposed to be one costume that it's like culturally on point or like a joke or something mm. that's like relevant at that time or was big, and that that was a big sandwich of the summer. But she didn't have to dress her kid up as a, as a sandwich, though. Are you talking about the racial implications of yeah, the fried chicken? Yeah, the fried chicken. Okay. If she wanted to put on that 27-piece wig and act like she was the lady from the commercial, okay, right. I get it. But then you dress that kid up as the sandwich, girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm He was a big right. old piece of fried chicken. I'm, I thought it was cute as an idea, mm, but... No, thanks. I really, really did like Kim Kardashian. Which one? Okay, I didn't. The Flintstones one was kind of. It was cute. To it me. was cute. It was very cute. They had to me. Photoshop um, Chicago. <laughs> she was afraid of Dino the dinosaur. Right. Yeah. But I loved her Elwood. Yeah. Elwood yeah. was amazing because yes. I felt like she was low key trolling us. She was. She was like, <laughs> "Fuck y'all! I'm gonna be a whole lawyer." And it was just like cheeky and like campy and fun. And and campy. fun. Yeah. Yeah, but she was a blonde at one point, wasn't she? Yeah, she goes, you know, blonde. Well, every well now the Elwood's then. blonde does not look good on her because it almost yeah. matches her skin tone. Yeah, she looks, she yeah. looks like Tyra Banks washed <laughs> out. <laughs> the best. But she did. She reenacted like the whole um, right. admissions video. Right. It was so. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. So the, I give her my win. Mm-hmm. See, I don't hate the Kardashians when they do what they do. <laughs> I give it to them. Okay. I also did like Chloe when she was on I the hundred. Oh, you see her in the hundred one Dalmatians? No, oh, it was cute. Was she Cruella? She was Cruella. Okay, but it wasn't like the Cruella that you expect from mm-hmm. like the half black, half white. Mm-hmm. It was like a little bit more fashiony. Okay, I liked it. I thought it was cute. I also liked, you know, her too. Okay, Kylie did um, like a pixie, like fairy. Um, kind of moment, like a Tinkerbell kind of thing. Okay. It was cute. She was giving me like Carnival Row, that show on Amazon Prime. Have you seen it? No. It was, um, I think it's like eight episodes. It's really, um, it has Cara, Cara Delevingne, who was like friends with Kendall okay. Jenner. And it has, um, what's his name? Orlando Bloom. It's really cute. It's kind of like a steampunk, magical animals, and there's like... Right. And it has, like, racial implications and, like, it's really kind of current. Because, okay. like, the people who live in, like, this town have, like, this influx of, like, these magical creatures or animals. People that are, like, half animal, half... It's weird. What? And Is so there's like, like a There's, like, a pixie pop- population who are, like, the fairies and they have, like, wings and they fly and stuff. And then there's, like, a race of kind of, like, centaur people. They have, like, horns... Mm-hmm. And they're like, so like the humans and the the supernatural people, they like clash and it's like okay, really Trumpian kind of. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to follow, but I'm confused. It's weird to get into at first, but it's cute. Okay. Um, I, Ariana Grande, I didn't like hers. She, what was she? She is, it was weird. It was like she had her regular, her signature ponytail uh-huh. with like her black dress, but then she had like this smushed and mm. pink nose. It looked really she disturbing. Was, she was, um, what was that show? Twilight Zone. Oh. Remember when they had that, um, it was this race of people and they were like, they had like these pig faces and it was like, um, something about beauty standards for 
humans. Oh. It was like, yeah, yeah. So but she I, was trying to make like a it was, social yeah, commentary? I think so, yeah. Well, but it was, I'll say that. She was playing homage to Twilight Zone. I also did really like Sierra's Halloween costume with her husband. Um, but I think it was also like not a good look in the yeah. fact that like Sierra <laughs> being Beyonce because she was being Beyonce and her husband was being Jay-Z yeah. from that video that they did that they shot at the Louvre um, <laughs> when they were standing in front of the Mona Lisa and they had yeah. those old, like pajama type suits yeah. on but it's like Sierra that ape, what video is that? I forget the name of it oh, okay. ape shit. yeah ape shit, ape shit. Okay. Uh, but like Sierra trying to be Beyonce for Halloween is yeah. kind of desperate like, and sad girl, Ooh, girl you wish <laughs> But I mean, live your fantasy. Basically. Any other like standout costumes that were good or not so good? I didn't really see many. You was busy. I was busy. Yeah. I, was booked. I don't know. Just a little bit more like cultural relevance or creativity. Mm-hmm. Or a joke. Like that's why that's what made Kim Kardashian so good. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Yeah, it was really candy. I, I did you hear it. that Beyonce had a Halloween yes, party? She had like this super secret yes. Halloween party. How does she do it? Naomi went. <gasps> and I didn't like hers though. What was she wearing? I, there was no, there was no photos from inside the party. No, uh, she probably confiscated everybody's anything. shit. Anything like these NDAs that Beyonce has, yeah. are just ironclad. I mean, the only thing I she saw... needs to like be, she's tighter than the American government, <laughs> basically. So Naomi's was like, um, she was posting stuff when she was like getting dressed and then on the way there, mm-hmm. and then there was like one picture when she was outside, but like that was it. Right? Is she, a she looked like. It looked like a showgirl, and then you know how they wrap your face, like, after you get a plastic surgery? Uh-huh. That's what it looked like around the head. Oh, because of the way the beading is. Yeah. And also, the, sh- the nude illusion don't match her skin. <laughs> don't. It could be the flash, though. It okay. could be the flash. I still don't But I don't like think it. it's that. Yeah. I don't like the costume. Yeah. You, I feel like the, the key to a good costume is it's supposed to be instantly recognizable as something. I don't know what she is there. Mm-mm. She oh, doesn't well. either. Well, Halloween's done. Everyone try better for 2020. It's November. It is officially Mariah Carey season. Yeah. It is the 25th anniversary of All I Want for Christmas is You. Did you see the video that she posted mm-hmm. on Instagram? Mm-hmm. It was like 11.59. And then mm-hmm. she woke up at midnight like, <laughs> All I Want for Christmas. Yeah. I mean... It's not my favorite Christmas song. Girl, bye. But I do love it. I always wait, like, the first time I hear it, like, in a store or on the radio. Then I'm like, okay, now it's Christmas. You haven't heard it? I haven't heard it yet. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like I don't want that to be her best song. She says so many other great songs. But it's well, it gives her a lot of money and it's repeat <laughs> money, guarantee money. I read an article that said she gets up to like $6 million a year just on that one song. She wrote that song when she was 24 years old. Wow. And dividends. Okay. Like years later. Child. Can you imagine? Child. Like, what were you doing at 24 that is making you $6 million Not every a year? The twerk wasn't wasn't twerking like that. <laughs> right. But oh my gosh, I was actually watching something that she did on Instagram mm-hmm. and maybe I'm just not that travel or I'm just not hit. But mm-hmm. it was like a potato chip commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walkers. And Walkers. I was like, somebody did let Lays know that they stole their logo. <laughs> Not realizing Walkers, Walkers are the British, British Lays. Yeah, it's the British version oh, Lays. Yeah. Lays, um, in other countries, like Walkers in the UK, they mm-hmm. have such better flavors. Yeah, even Canada. Remember yeah, when we were mm-hmm. up there? Like, the, the flavors are just yeah. more um, full. Yeah, they're just different than what yeah, we you, have here. You know, I love me a potato chip, child. <laughs> That's my <laughs> weakness. All right, let's move into our next category. Category is this political shit. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's so exhausting. What is going on in the presidential race? So we're about a year away from the actual election. Right. It's what, the first Tuesday in November? First Tuesday in November. That's... Which is this week. Right. Um, a recent withdrawal from the presidential race is Robert Beto O'Rourke Bye, of Roberta. Texas <laughs> decided to withdraw from the race. I don't really know much about him, so... Well, all I know is he lost the race in Texas. And then somebody gassed him up. Because he had, like, a huge social media following. And somebody gassed him up to run for president. And even all the way back then, I said, come on now, girl. You just lost right. a little... Was it a Senate race? Yeah, Senate race in Texas. In Texas. And you trying to be a whole... 
president. Yeah, and girl. he tried to blame Beyonce. <laughs> she was late with that endorsement. <laughs> it was like, girl, the pose about to close. close. <laughs> That's like Stacey but, Abrams running for president, like sis. Yeah, she said, no, ma'am. And her situation was actually worse than his because yeah. she was dealing with like redlining and yeah, like gerrymandering. gerrymandering and bullshit yeah. like she actually probably was the rightful winner i'm pretty sure she legitimately won i'm pretty sure she yeah. did too mm-hmm. so like he's even worse than her but again that goes to show you just like a mediocre white man is no not one, that good looking no one is more confident than a mediocre white man right you know and it's just don't be a big black bitch to speak well <laughs> you're just out the running the only thing about stacy never mind what? I'm say gonna keep it. it positive. I'm trying to keep my karma right. Okay. I'm just gonna leave that there. You sure you don't want to say it? I'm being messy. I said it before, so y'all go what, back to hair? the old. No, not her hair. Go back to the old episode. Her shoes. Not her shoes. Not her size. No, not her size. Oh. I don't know. She's a really, really smart woman. She's really like. Yeah, she looks really smart. Okay. Well, she talks about that. I watched that show on <laughs> some show. It's like called like Women in Conversation. Okay. And she was like, you know. They were talking about beauty, and she's like, "I don't care about beauty," and she's acting like so above it. Uh, See, that's the you know, and she's just like, she's like, I, she's like, at a very early age, I just realized that like beauty wasn't something that I had. I chose not to focus on it, and I chose to focus on my brain, and now I'm smarter than other people. And I'm like, don't try to do that. Yeah, like because also beauty to me is just everyone's beautiful in their in their own way, way. right? But beauty also comes from the inside. Mm -hmm. Outs because let me tell you, I've known some people who I thought mm-hmm. was beautiful, and then you get to know them and they're ugly. And like, you know, like you know actually, what? like they look ugly yes. to you. Yeah, so um, there was this guy that I met, I think on the apps or somewhere, I don't know, and he was gorgeous, mm-hmm. like handsome, like just physically, body was together, everything was together, and he had the lowest self esteem. And I was like, mm. oh, yes. That is so not attractive. Oh, yes. Well, because the self-esteem is, is based, it's external, right? It's, uh-huh. it's, it's based on this constant need for external evalu- validation. Validation, yeah. Um, but again, I mean, we're not going to sit here and discuss Stacey Abrams and her beauty standards. But I just think it's kind of like, I mean, at the end of the day, everyone wants to feel beautiful. Everyone right. wants to feel sexy but, yeah. in their own way. But mm-hmm. also what's sexy to me might not be sexy to you. But I think for her to be like, I'm not sexy. I don't care about sexy. Everybody cares about me. Everybody. Everybody. Wants to Trying to be good. cute. Right. And whatever. So, Beto's out the race. The only thing... Um, His nose just looks so crooked to me. Yeah. And he has bad teeth. He looks like a scarecrow. But so, I, don't know, I just never featured him. I didn't either. And I also don't fe- feature Mayor Pete. And so, Mayor Pete thinks that... Oh, child, a couple weeks ago when I was at the Outfest, it was Autumn Gaze out there with them Pete. 2020 t-shirts on uh-huh. that was two sizes too small. <laughs> nipples all out. <laughs> And I'm just like, these gays are only supporting the Pete because he's gay. Because he's gay and white. Just like the blacks only support Obama because he's black. But it's different, though. Well, Because Obama think, was, like, competent. Yeah. I mean, Mayor Pete is the um, mayor of South Bend, Indiana, which has, what, maybe 100,000 people? And isn't it a mess over there? And it's, it's like, right over by, like, no, not Flint. It's next to, um, what's the other place? Ferguson. Is that? I don't know. I'm bad yeah. at I'm bad at geography today. <laughs> the tequila. <laughs> but he is not connecting with the black voters. He's not connecting with anyone outside of the, the white gays. Specifically the white gays. Right. And Boy George went on like this Twitter rant the other day talking about how the people of South Carolina Boy George, you don't even sit here. You don't even you, go here. Right. You are like, girl, you ain't even American. Bye. It's talking about how <laughs> The people in South Carolina aren't featuring Mayor Pete only because he's gay. And then they try, and I hate what I really, really hate is when the white gays try to throw in um, something about being a minority. That's not, okay. So there's this case. I'm not trying to get all law school ish, but there was like, it, what it talked about is called car, Carboil something something in um, Constitutional Law. Anyway, mm-hmm. but it talks about being. Um, in order to qualify as a minority to get mm-hmm. equal protections, like you have to be like, um, wait, so they say basically like gay people are different from black people in that gay people are anonymous and diffuse, right? So like a gay person just, you can't tell someone's gay just by looking at them. 
for the most part. Right, right. Right, right. right. But anything that you are inferring from their mannerisms mm-hmm. or their presentation right. is more societal. Mm-hmm. But you can't just objectively look at someone and say, and they're, say gay, they're gay. Right? Yeah. So therefore, your gayness is anonymous. Mm-hmm. And then gay people are also diffuse, mm-hmm. meaning that, like they're in every group. Right. Right? Like mm-hmm. every racial group has mm-hmm. gay people. Mm-hmm. Whereas minorities, the real definition of a minority is that they're... Um, not anonymous means mm-hmm. like they're easily identifiable mm-hmm. and they're insular. So black people are a easily mm-hmm. identifiable because we are black. You can you just see it. Yeah. Like it's just a gradation, right? <laughs> exactly. And then we're insular, meaning that like our communities are like stuck. Like in order to be black, you can, you are black. You have to be like there's black. not black people in every group. Right. So therefore, yeah. like I don't consider gay as a minority. It is a but different. They do though. But it's not a minority in that. Is it a sexual minority? Sure, mm-hmm. for mathematical reasons. Okay. But to analogize it to like that of a racial minority, mm-hmm. I think it's insincere yeah. and disingenuous and yeah. not factual. Basically, so Boy George said, "It's sad to hear that older black voters in South Carolina, which is my home state, have issues with Pete. How do you pronounce his name? Him living with his husband." People don't choose their race or their sexuality. God is constantly trying to teach us compassion and we won't listen. Girl, bye. See, and I take offense as a person who's both black and gay Mm -hmm. and walks this line of intersectionality, unlike Boy George. And like, why is he even relevant? (laughs) But like, being black and gay are not the same. It's not the same. So it's it's highly, highly insulting Mm -hmm. when you compare it. It's, right. it's a diminishment of my experience as a black person. Yeah. And, but, and s- but this is also the thing, like, I feel like sometimes black people want you to choose, like, are you black first or are you gay first? And I think that that's also not fair. I am it's both. Not. I am both at the same time. Both. Um, so my thing with this statement is, and I was explaining to my friend Natalie today, because um, she was the one who showed me this tweet, um, is that white gay men enjoy the privilege of being white and being a man. So they rely on their whiteness and their male, maleness to enjoy their privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, I, and I was telling her that they have a superiority. They have a superiority complex that's like different, and it's like entitled. And it's entitlement, and it's also like on a different level because, like I said, they rely on their whiteness and their maleness to enjoy their privilege. Mm-hmm. But they want to claim a minority status because they can say, "Oh, but I'm gay." Mm-hmm. The way you navigate the world mm-hmm. is different than is that. Is this white man? Is this a white man? Yeah. Because your gayness, again, is anonymous. Yeah. Right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's much, much different than someone who can't hide the fact that they have breasts and, or, or a vagina or someone who can't hide the fact that they have melanin. Dark skin. Like, yeah. So go back to Indiana, Pete, because I am not featuring you here. And the people of South Carolina ain't here for that. I, like I said, I hate when they throw the race into it because they try to make it seem like the black voters or the black population are homophobic, are homophobic small-minded, and not progressive. But it's like, girl, we just don't feature you because... You, you out here pulling stunts and shows. Basically. <laughs> so bye, girl. Because that's all you're doing. Basically. Man. And if I do want a first gay president, I kind of want it to be like the gay president from Scandal. Remember Cyrus Bean? He and he married his prostitute. He married that hustler. <laughs> but that's the kind of situation I want. But didn't the hustler like kidnap the, the black daughter and then they ran away somewhere? Yes, and the black daughter that never got her hair did. Yeah. Ugh, it was a mess. Nice. That's when I had to stop watching. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, child. Well, let's hop into our next segment of the show. It is our realness topic. And this week, we're discussing when it is time to end a friendship. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a conscious ending to any friendships, Maurice? Yes. So the most prominent conscious ending of a friendship that I had was with actually one of my fraternity brothers from, from college. We were on the marching band together. We pledged our fraternity at the same time. We knew each other like all throughout college. Um, we moved to Philadelphia. Uh, I think I moved like a month before he did. And then... You know, like once he got here, he like looked me up. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm moving to the city too. He was living in one part of the city. I was like renting another. And so it's like, okay, we know each other. We could save a whole bunch of money. Yeah. So he found like this amazing house in South Philly and we got it for like a really good rate. It was a good situation for about six months. Then he just disappeared one day. 
maybe like three weeks a month pass and he shows up and he's like hey i lost my job um i know our lease is like coming up to renew i'm gonna renew the lease and then you know i but you know in the meantime he needed to like apply for unemployment Mm -hmm. and like do you know the things he needed to do financially in order to stay and i was like okay is there any possibility that you are not going to be able to pay your rent or you're just gonna like up and move one day right he said no i'm not gonna do that i would never do that to you I come home from work one day and the entire first floor was like cleared out. I thought we got robbed. Burglarized. (laughs) (laughs) So I like pull out my phone to call the police and then I I pause for a second. I was like, wait a minute, hold up. All of my stuff is still here. I go up to his floor. His entire floor is cleared out. So I'm like calling him on the phone. He doesn't pick up, leaving him voicemails, no response. Um, maybe another couple of weeks go by and he calls and he's like, Hey, um, how you doing? Um, I moved out and I just want to let you, I just wanted to ask you if you could return the cable boxes because they charging me for the cable boxes. And I was like, um, okay, <laughs> well, are you going to pay your rent? Cause it's due next week. Right. And he's like, well, no, I'm gone. I moved out. With no notice. No notice. He's supposed to sublet. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was already behind on his bill. Child. And I was taking out for that. You know, taking them over. Because, you know, I live there too. I need, I need this electricity. Mm-hmm. And so, it just put me in a awkward spot. Because right. one, I thought that we were friends. And I understand, you know, your situation. Mm-hmm. You know, financially, you needed to do what you had to do for you. However... But he left you in you, a bad position. Yeah, he didn't co- communicate anything. He didn't tell me, you know, this is the situation. I'm planning to move out or I'm looking for jobs elsewhere or, you know, there's a possibility that I might have to go. And he left me in a really tough spot, mm. you know. So after that, he tried to, like, communicate. And then we we have so many ties. Right. You know, we have mutual friends. From college, we're in the same fraternity, so you know it you're gets gonna see awkward. him at functions. Uh. Yeah, we see each other at functions, and the last time I saw him was actually at we have a mutual friend who got married, and we were both at the wedding, seated at the same table, right beside each other, and it was just like, child. But you know, I can keep it cordial. I can keep it cute. Keep it cute. And that was it. Like, I I'm not gonna have a conversation with you. I'm not going to, you know, want to catch up and know how you're doing and what's going on in your life because we're not friends anymore. Right. And, you know, that was a conscious decision to, to end that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, about you? I've made the conscious decision to end um, <clears throat> some friendships. One was a friend similarly to yours where we moved in and we were like renting and like she just stopped paying rent. She was a mess. And she was a mess. Like I'd cook food and she would like take all the food I cook for the week to her coworkers. Mm. It was just, you know, a mess. My second friend, me and her were really, really close. Like we were like the best of friends. And our falling out was just over something really silly. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it was just like a lot of pride and ego got in the way and I found out that like she was saying really hurtful things about me mm-hmm. and I was hurt mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get past building that trust again. And then the most recent friend um, where I consciously decided to end the friendship, it was weird because we were cool, but the thing that kind of always stuck out to me was like, she didn't get along with any of my other friends. And that's always like a red flag. My mother didn't like her. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just... Nobody liked that bitch. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) With that one, I think no one understood why y'all were friends in the first place. But you know what? I mean, I'm not questioning our friendship because we were really good friends, right? Did I cry to her? Sometimes. But that's all her, like, my deepest, darkest secrets. No. <laughs> but I had, like, that's a term, not... like, I call it, like, frufula. No, it's not a friend. Understand. Like, sometimes you just want a friend mm. who's fabulous and you go do fabulous shit together. She was not that fabulous. <laughs> she had no edges. Stop. Don't do okay, that. But I'm just saying, like, and again, I love her, but it just it was no longer serving either of us. Okay. But I felt like the friendship at times was just, you know, one-sided. 
you know, and it's like like all the time. Right. I I felt like I was putting more in than I was getting out. It wasn't mm. usually beneficial, mm-hmm. or I was always like groveling or apologizing, yeah, or you, you know, it was just very. It was it was high maintenance. And yeah. I have like some of my best friends, like my friend Dominique. Mm-hmm. You know, she's known me since I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. She knew me before I knew me. We might talk every other month, and we mm-hmm. cool. We pick good. up where we left off. Yeah. And I'm not trying to just disparage this other person because we had a lot of great times she was there for me and a lot of times I needed her and uh-huh. she needed me but I think we kind of just got into this cycle uh-huh. of like you know falling out because I wasn't keeping up to her expectation of what, a f- what she considered to be her friend mm-hmm. and it was like well I need you to acknowledge that I'm going through other things in my life right yeah. now and I can't prioritize yeah. this friendship because I have like a lot of other shit happening mm-hmm. and um I can admit, like, I have a, we have some mutual friends, Mm -hmm. and one of my mutual friends asked about her, and I was just like, I don't know. Like, I've been reaching out, I haven't heard from her, I guess we're not friends anymore. But it was like, kind of like, you know, like my other mutual friend, like, called, so-called herself, like, you know, trying to like... Mediate? Mediate. Uh, okay. But the mediation just crumbled. Okay. Like, even John, like, me and John were texting today. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's always just love. It's always positivity. And that's how it should be. That's how it should be. Yes. All right, so let's get into the next segment of the show. It's time for I Said What What I I Said. So my I Said What I Said for this week is based on my moving experience on Friday. (laughs) And I want to preface this because I do not want to be disrespectful or rude or sound ignorant or whatever. You know, you know, I'm all for the handicapable and the differently able. And I want people (laughs) to feel empowered and to do the best that they can with what they got. However, we all need to learn and know our limit because some things you just cannot do. So, like I said, my preferred moving company was all booked up, Mm -hmm. and they could not do the job at the time that we needed them to do the job. So, I had to call in the B team Mm -mm, and hire this other company to do our move. Because we needed to move on Friday afternoon, because I had to work, like, Friday morning. And it was just a lot going on. So, anyway, um, we hired this one company. I am not going to say their name, because... They will be very embarrassed. Embarrass them. Drag them. <laughs> not. Not until they give me all of my money back. We hired this company. They send over... Um, first, it was it was supposed to be four guys to like help with the move. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the leader of the team comes and he's like, Oh, well, one guy had, you know, he's not going to show up. So, we're trying to get some other guys here. But for right now, it's just going to be the three of us. Ooh. And so we were like, okay, you know, that's fine. It's out of our control, so we're not going to get upset about it, right? So they start the move, um, and then actually two more guys show up. So now we have a total of five guys, like, handling the move. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, because now we need to make up that time where we were missing, like, the one person. So (laughs) the second string that comes in, so this one guy... He was fine. He was like a kind of mid-20s tall guy, and he was like really approachable and nice. Then the other guy, he was about 5'2". 5'2". What? That's da, 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 da. She's 5'2". Oh. But I want you. Okay. 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 So he was about, I'm weird. Yeah, you are. He was about 5'2". And he only had one eye. One eye? Yes. Oh, gosh. (laughs) They load up all the stuff, and it takes them, you know, (laughs) it takes them a while to load up the the condo. And they get everything in the truck. And then so now, you know, the second phase is when you go to the new place. And so the short guy, he starts, like, moving stuff into the new house. And we just got the walls painted, so we're like you know, really particular about the walls, right. the floor, like everything. So he was carrying this one thing in and he turns and he like scratches up the whole wall. Oh. And we were like, wait, 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 no, stop. And he goes, wall, I didn't see it. <laughs> he needs a job too. <laughs> exactly. I understand that he needs a job. However, anything where you're judging like spatial distances depth and you perception. are like depth perception to the, 
you need to know that that is not the job for you <laughs> at all. So you need to know your limits. You know, he got paid, so he good. But moving people, next time y'all send him on the job, actually don't even send him. <laughs> you a mess. Make him work at the call center or something. Not down Scheduling the, call the trucks or whatever. But child, we were all upset because he he scratched that wall up. Like we got to get it repainted. So send them the bill. Oh yeah, they're um in the process of re- refunding all of my money. Oh, not all your money. Run me my money. Not all your money. <laughs> Just whatever it costs to repair the wall. Yeah, they'll do that and more. But yeah, know your limit, but also be empowered to do what you can do. Do it well. And I said what I said. <sighs> my said what I said this week is about surprises. Okay. And this is no shade to my lovely friend, Dominique. Girl, I love you. Your wedding was fabulous. Thank you for inviting me and having me a part of the monumental occasion. Um, It was truly beautiful. Um, But surprises are for some people. Just not me. (laughs) Okay? Please don't surprise me. I'll never forget. Dominique was actually at my 21st birthday party my mother planned for me at Pod. Mm. Well, actually, Mm -hmm. it was my 21st birthday party. I thought it was at... It was supposed to be at Budokan. But Budokan had flooded the day before my birthday. So they had to, like, move it to, like, one of the other Steven Star restaurants. And my mom was pissed. I would be, too. Because, like, Budokan is way better than Pod. Pod, yeah. Um, So it got moved to Pod. So my mom told me to meet her, like you know, 30 minutes after, like, everyone arrived mm-hmm. at, like, a block down from mm-hmm. where Pod was. My ass got there an hour before where she Your told ass. me it was, like, a block up. And I saw everyone entering, and I ruined my own 21st birthday party. Aww. Surprise. But I just don't like surprises because I'm a control freak, and yeah. I like to have information and knowledge and know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. So I told you guys at the beginning of the show that my girlfriend, Dominique, surprise and just sprung on people that she was getting married i was shocked now should i have been shocked no because i know my friend okay and this is not out of the norm for For her her. this is something she totally would do Mm -hmm. um and there was also like once i like started noticing things there was little like giveaways yeah like you know, like our goddaughter and her daughter were like dressed in the same dress, oh, like the the, the okay. flower the girls. Flower girls yeah. Like there was like little cookies on like the dessert table that had dates oh, on them. Okay. Like no one puts the date of their engagement, engagement party. party; it's the date of the wedding. Yeah. But like again, these are things that you piece together after, after the fact. The fact. Um, and I I think that like you know the the jolt and the ha ha the mm-hmm. surprise is fun and exciting, mm-hmm. but I was like crawling out of my skin i was like (laughs) one i was shocked like jaw on the ground Mm -hmm. shocked then i had to gather myself to emotionally prepare because that goes to the control freakiness well in me Mm -hmm. but i was just oh i was i was a wreck because i was really emotional i was crying i wasn't prepared to be in that emotional space i just i just did not go up that day expecting to see her get married yeah and it was exciting and fun, but I was, like, going through it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a lot to spring on a guest. Because it's, like, inviting but somebody. But it's not about me. But it's, like, inviting somebody to the baby shower and you giving birth. Right <laughs> because people need, like, that time to prepare. Right. Like, I thought because, there would be, like, a bridal shower, yeah, a bachelorette. Party. Like, and then, like, a year away from now, mm-hmm. the wedding. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, no better time in the present. It makes mm-hmm. sense for them. And, like, just do it. I was like, oh, my God. Now, did she prepare you ahead of time? Like, you got to come to my engagement party. You got to come. Because I would have been like, girl, mm, uh, engagement party, girl, I'll see you at the wedding. No. But, you know, this is, I mean, this is like, she's on the first ring. Like, she's like my sister from a different mister. Mm. I wasn't going to miss her engagement party for nothing. But, like, you said you have to, like, prepare. Because, like, what if... I mean, I would have wore a totally different outfit. Right. But engagement party, mm, do I got to be on time? Like, what am I going to wear? Okay, I'm just going to wear my little casual outfit. Oh, what time of day is it, girl? Like, can I drink? And it was on Sunday. Girl, I got to work tomorrow. I give this wedding 
a four out of ten. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is not four weddings. It was a ten out of ten for me because that was my good, good girlfriend. And uh, I think that like everyone was just like, get over it. And I was like, no. wait, like I did not come up here today to yeah, see a wedding. I came up here for an engagement yeah, party. And I, like, I, I don't do well. For this. I don't do well with change, abrupt change and surprises. Mm-hmm. Like my. I mean, I was happy for them. I was happy for the couple. But on the inside, I was just like, <laughs> I was falling apart and I was trying to yeah. hold it together. <laughs> I just... Because that's what they wanted. And I mean, it, it no, makes so much sense. That. You, know, my, my, you know my really good friend mm-hmm. who actually, um, Dominique introduced me to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she officiated the wedding. Okay. Um, and you know how she is. She's real, yeah, real bad with that Caribbean time. Late. I was running late. And uh-huh. I, I was I called her like, hey, girl, I'm running behind. It's really bad traffic. And she's like, oh, I got here an hour early. Uh, Where's she ever been an hour she's early? She's never been Anywhere early. in her life. The day of her life, she never. <laughs> child, I don't know what kind of clock or watch she got. And, I mean, that should have been the dead giveaway. Yeah. But I just wasn't, again, thinking. Surprises seem fun and cute, but it's not. They're not. Ugh. Not like that. And I said what I said. And now it's time for tens, tens, tens across the board. So my tens this week goes to a piece of artwork. Okay. Um, so on Friday, Netflix released American Sun, mm-hmm. which is a film, which, which was adapted from the stage play mm-hmm. American Son okay. which also starred Carrie Washington mm-hmm. now I'm not sure if the man who played her husband in the stage play also played her husband in the film Damn. I'm inclined to say yes he know all the lines this is a play as a movie mm-hmm. think of like a raisin in the sun or like fences yes fences mm-hmm. exactly it's gonna be a lot of dialogue it's gonna be like them in this one set one room you know <laughs> yeah. it's like that's what a play is uh-huh. like you know and that's why i prefer musicals over plays because musicals yeah. give you a little bit more theatrics some staging yeah. some lights some Costume dancing changes. some costumes yeah you know it's not so heavy mm-hmm. but um it was amazing if carrie washington does not win an emmy she won't I'm going to be gagged. <laughs> now, I will say this. Okay. Carrie Washington is typecast. Yes. And she does this, like, scandal talky talk thing mm-hmm. where it's like she goes on and on and on. But I really identify with her character because her character was a linguist like myself. <laughs> a cunning linguist. Uh, yes. And, um, oh, cunning linguist. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but, um... She, uh, it was a good, good film. So mm-hmm. I implore everyone to go watch it. I'm going to give a few spoilers. No spoilers. But it basically deals with the race relations and the police mm, state in America much. at mm-hmm. this time. So Carrie Washington is the black mother of a, a biracial son that she had with a white man. And the son is kind of going through this identity crisis, as told by the mother, of okay. like trying to like grapple with his identity in America. They're a pretty affluent family. Um, you know, they live in the Miami-Dade County Ooh, region. But, um, you know, they're pretty well off. Okay. But he's trying to, like, connect with himself after his father has left his mother. His white father left his black mother. For a white woman? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's, it's so, so nuanced. It was just a great piece of artwork. Okay. And I regret the fact that I didn't see the original stage play. Our race relation conversations are so black and white, pun intended. <laughs> when it's just really so gray. <laughs> the and, mixture of black and white. You know, it's just Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm, that's and... a different kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, though. And I felt like it was just, I was so moved by the movie. I actually watched it three times already. Oh, girl. That's a lot. I think Carrie deserves all the awards. And I think it's a really, really important piece of work. So tends to Carrie Washington, um, Stephen Pasquale, who is married. He played the husband of um, Carrie Washington. Uh, who, he's married to Philippa Sue. Oh, who was that? She played Eliza in Hamilton. In the she workshopped it, so she was the original Eliza. Oh, okay, not the one we saw. No, 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 no. <laughs> that white girl, right? With the, um, cannot conceal manager haircut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a great, great film. So this week, my tens goes to a beautiful piece of art, American Sun. Oh, okay. Tens for y'all. I'm giving tens to Johan Radebe and Graciano de Prima. 
they are two professional dancers on Strictly Come Dancing, which um, is the original version of Dancing with the Stars. What's the British version? Okay. Dancing with the Stars is like the American um, spinoff of that. Did you know Mich- Michelle Visage is on? I didn't yeah. know that she is. Yes. So she's got she got the highest score in the Foxtrot. She's doing pretty well on that. Is she? Yeah. Okay, bitch, yeah. work. She is twerking it over there. So Johan and Graziano performed the first same-sex dance routine on the show. Oh. Um, they were dancing to you know well they do like the big group dance where all the pros kind of you know do something like it's usually like towards the end or like coming back from commercial break or something like that so they you know had like the huge um like dance number and they were hyping it up like for weeks to be like this huge moment and they literally kind of just like twirled around each other for like 20 seconds and they touched like three times Because, so, you know, they were getting all kinds of backlash right. from, you know, both sides here and across the pond. It was just like not like gay sides and straight sides. Well, that, <laughs> that too. And they were just um, everyone had this huge like outcry about. So are they partners together? That's the thing. They're not even dance partners. So Johan, he got eliminated last week. Um, his partner was a lady named Catherine Tildesley, who was on a show called Coronation Street, which is really popular okay. in the UK. You should watch it. Um, it's kind of my sister watches the British version of um, Orange Is the New Black. They have a British version. It's called like Wellingtons or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wellingtons. <laughs> And so, <laughs> and so, I don't know if Graziano was still, um, no, he wasn't even partnered with a celebrity. Oh, wait, Johans is black? Yeah, he's black. He's oh. from South Africa. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, they did a little, a little moment. It was cute for what it was. It was show history. Oh, Johan fatty. Yeah. He was, <laughs> Johan was also the first, um, male dancer to perform in heels. Oh. On the show. Okay. Which he did, uh, I want to say recently, maybe a couple of weeks ago, too. Nails, hair, hips, heels. Okay, Todrick. And so, tens for y'all for breaking down barriers in the field of dance. Yeah. You know, if I ever, well, when I become famous, I feel like I would want to be on Jeopardy, like Celebrity Jeopardy, because of course it's course a little, so easy. little bit easier. I would have been like, elementary Jeopardy. <laughs> the kids. The kids. So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would go on, cele- on um, Dancing with the Stars. I would go on Big Brother. No. They racist over there. Did you hear about the Tamar last season? Won. That's Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, well, yeah. duh. If I was a celebrity, okay. I would go on Celebrity Big Brother. Okay. But... I would do Strictly Come Dancing or Dance with the Stars. I would do uh, Dancing on Ice. <laughs> That's <laughs> so too dangerous. So I can live out my, uh, my Oksana Bayul yeah. fantasy. <laughs> yes, I, Tanya. Yeah. You could also go on The Masked Singer. I hate that show. That's so stupid. They're coming back tonight because the Washington Nationals won the World Series. Uh-huh. And they had like preempted all of the Fox channels. They knocked Masked Singer off for like two or three weeks or like a long time. And my nephew was going crazy because he loves the mass singer. But it's cute, like the costumes and stuff. And it's funny to like try and figure out who it is with the clues. Because Michelle Williams from Destiny Child, I believe, is the butterfly. Does it sound like her? Mm-hmm. They I think it's her. They do, yeah. But I think it's her. Mm. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Category Is. We'll see, see you, you next week. week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at categoryispod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at categoryispod.com.